Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. You know what uh, baseball's problem is, Ben? You know uh, what it is? I can name a lot of things wrong with baseball, but I'm sure you got it, you got it down to a team. It's, it's around 10.30 last night, and they're in the fifth inning. That's the problem with baseball. I completely agree. And I wanted to give it a go because I was hoping the Braves would wrap it up against the uh, lion-cheating Astros, but they did not. Uh, P-Man here with you on a Monday. We'll call it Victory Monday because the Pirates didn't win Thursday. A little victory today for uh, ECU as far as the AAC weekly honors go. Who would have thought that had been the case, right, Ben? By the way, Ben Byram. Producer hey, Ben. Show. Coach Houston there. We're going to hear from Coach Houston. It is a special Monday Houston huddle coming up uh, in just a, a little bit, in fact. Of course, we got the Mike Houston show coming up at the top of the hour. We don't want to... Uh, Get too much Mike Houston jammed in time here. But uh, that's why we'll take a, a pretty quick first segment and then get into the Houston huddle, get Coach Houston on the phone before his radio show tonight. Uh, raise your hand if you had Malik Fleming uh, to be the first ECU player to win one of those Player of the Week honors this season. Not the... <laughs> you're right. Not the honorable mention. The actual... Player of the week, defensive player of the week, Malik Fleming. That was a surprise I, for sure. I mean, it was an important play in the shock. ball game, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, a little shocking. Tegan Wilk, if I was going to pick any part defensive player, a little shocking. I'm not going to lie, a little shocking. I'm happy for but, him. I mean, Don't get me wrong. Just no, surprising. no. I think it's I think it's cool. I was just I was a little shocked. Uh, the big sports story today is not that the uh, line of cheating Astros took it to a uh, six game and. The series shifts back to Houston. Uh, the story of the day, as it often is, is the NFL. And the Broncos trading Von Miller to the L.A. Rams. Uh, ben, I, I'm, I don't know if this is hot take. You can tell me. But I think the best team in the NFL just got better. No, I mean, I think? can't disagree with that whatsoever. I mean, I, I'm going to read these names to you, and, and it kind of sums it up perfectly. You have... Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, mm -hmm. and Jalen Ramsey mm -hmm. all on the same defense. That's all you need to know. Pretty right good. There. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Vaughn Miller, you can argue, is Vaughn Miller what Vaughn Miller was? Well, he's cheap for the Rams because they're only on the hook for 700 grand of his 9.7. The Broncos are paying $9 million of that, right? Whoever does the and... cap for the Rams deserves a raise. Whoever, like, <laughs> looks over that, <laughs> they're, they're, a, they're a magician. And I'll tell you this, not there aren't a whole lot of Super Bowl MVPs running around out there that aren't named Brady, right? Oh, yeah, you're, you're completely right. So, I think, I mean, that's, you know, Rams, the, the rich certainly got richer. The best team in the NFL got better. Uh, Panthers somehow get it done yesterday. Yeah. That was kind of vintage Panthers ugly against, uh, oh, yeah. against the Falcons. 
Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Sacrificed. Yeah. Likely will be back, though, right? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it's just this is not looking good in general with the Panthers, even after a win. So, so Sam Darnold uh, likely back from a concussion against New England are on the Prowl podcast crew of B-Baby Ben Byram, um, the one and only ref Philip Pilkington and KC are going to be out at the game this weekend. Jim Zoki usually joins us on Mondays because of the uh, the change in the schedule and doing a, a Monday Houston huddle. Uh, we're going to have uh, Zoke on Thursday because tomorrow we're going to have uh, Chip Carey, friend of the show on, Braves announcer for Bally Sports in Atlanta. So uh, our pal Chip Carey joins us. Hopefully it'll be the Braves' first uh, World Series in 26 seasons. I'm down for that. I'm here for that. I, I can get behind that, especially when they're playing the Astros. Lying and cheating Astros and Dusty Baker, who I still hold a grudge against for you're due for an implode with him at manager. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of time. I've saw it, you know, obviously Giants fans saw it. I saw it when he managed the Cubs in the postseason. Do an implosion. Um, let's see here. Anything else that uh, a couple other NFL injuries? Ben will have more on this at the bottom of the hour, but Derrick Henry looks uh, done for a little bit. Jameis Winston's done for the year, right? That's right. And they say Derrick Henry is potentially done for the year as well, so. Okay, all right. So uh, Ben will tell you about that, and Ben will also tell you who's back in the NFL as a result of the injury to uh, Derrick Henry. So all that Big coming name. up. Former MVP, it, it, not named Cam it Newton. Is a, right. Yeah, former MVP back in the NFL today, not named Cam Newton. By the way, do you think Cam Newton winds up in New Orleans, yes or no? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I don't really think he fits their offense. They already kind of got their guy that can kind of be mobile and be that Swiss Army knife and Taysom Hill. I don't see why you would pull him in. And they seem to like Trevor Simeon filling in. Trevor Simeon looked fine filling in for James Winston, so I don't see it. Ben, are you telling me that Taysom Hill is a better quarterback than Cam Newton? No, I'm just saying, I mean, why bring in Cam Newton when you got Taysom Hill who can kind of emulate that same kind of style? All right. Who'd have thunk that a few years ago? (laughs) Right? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's the NFL. It's a matter of being a primarily mobile quarterback in the NFL. It doesn't last long. Yeah. All right. Okay. We do need to get a break. Uh, we're also going to go give away a pair of tickets. You want to do that now? Why don't we do that now? Let's go for uh, it. We got a, yeah, got a pair of tickets to the game, uh, Hall of Fame weekend, Military Appreciation Weekend in Greenville on uh, this weekend. Saturday at 3, see you in Temple. And it'll be a uh, 12 noon beginning for Pirate Game Day Countdown for Bush Light. So, uh, tell you what, caller 5-252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. You'll win a pair of tickets to the game this weekend. Giving away a deuce. Pirates, owls. And uh, we'll bring that uh, to you this weekend, but we'll give you tickets if you're caller 5 during the break. Our Houston huddle when we return. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it! <laughs> or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. 
Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Finally, Greenville has a new PT's Grill. PT's Old Fashioned Grill is open on Greenville Boulevard across from Ashley Furniture. With burgers, fries, chicken sandwiches, salads, even two vegan burgers. PT's Old Fashioned Grill uses fresh, never-frozen beef and chicken, plus their famous hand-cut fries are prepared daily for each meal. They also have hand-squeezed lemonade and local beers on tap. For lunch or dinner, check out PT's Old Fashioned Grill on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, and you'll understand what all the excitement is about. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. With the value of the U.S. dollar continuing to slump due to unprecedented money printing, it has never been more important to protect your savings and retirement accounts from inflation. Many hardworking Americans, just like you and I, are turning to a proven method to protect what we work so hard to earn. Real Gold. You can have Real Gold delivered privately and securely to your home or have Real Gold put into your IRA or 401k. Just call Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you want to know about owning Real Gold. It's a lot easier than you think. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-928-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. Talk to them about getting Real Gold and Silver delivered to your home or about having Real Gold placed in your IRA or 401k. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown. Call them now, 833-928-GOLD. So what are you waiting for? 833-928-GOLD. Get your gold you can hold from the Oxford Gold Group, 833-928-GOLD. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Your home of the ECU Pirates, Dan Patrick and Adam Gold, 94.3 The Game. Eastern Carolina's home for sports. And now, back to the P-Man. Back, back, back. The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. such a shame
special edition of today's Houston Huddle. It is brought to you by our friends at HealthWise Pharmacy on Memorial Drive, where they put your health first. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. Here is today's Houston Huddle. It's time to check in with ECU head football coach Mike Houston. Hey, let's dominate today. As he prepares our Pirates for another big matchup, it's the Houston Huddle. Brought to you by HealthWise Pharmacy. Now, here's Patrick Johnson. Coach Houston joining us uh, now. We appreciate his time uh, here on a Monday. Coach, uh, coming off the weekend, the Thursday victory, and uh, certainly a a new week with uh, Temple ahead. We'll talk a lot about the Owls. Just want to say hello to you. Congratulations on the win. Uh, Quick turnaround. Tough conditions and a, a real gutsy program victory for uh, Pirate football. Well, the, the, the challenging thing was, of course, uh, getting back from uh, our game at Houston um, on you know, Sunday morning with no, no sleep uh, during the night, Saturday night, and then turning around and playing a couple days later. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, took a, you know, took a lot a little bit extra effort last week to get ready for that game, but I thought the players did just a great job of rebounding and uh, being ready to play on Thursday night and just, you know, played with a ton of energy and, uh, you know, really really played well, particularly in the second half. And, uh, you know, just really a, a big win for, for our team and our program Thursday night. Coach, as far as the physical challenge, that seems obvious uh, this time of year, that short of turnaround. It would seem like, that last week was as much about getting your team ready mentally and as you said from an energy standpoint yeah I mean and I'll tell you that that was the most impressive thing is just the the resiliency that the kids have you know because that's you know you lose a, a tough overtime game on the road and the conditions that we played in and uh you know the kids poured so much into that game and and then to turn around and have to, you know, recharge and get ready to go again Thursday night against a team that was coming in with a tremendous amount of confidence. You know, South Florida was coming off of a huge win over Temple uh, at home the previous weekend. And, uh, you know, they just – they had a ton of confidence and energy coming into that game. That, that was a tough two-win football team. I mean, the, the record is what it is, but that, right. that that's a better than two-win football team when you see them. Yeah, I just I just tried to encourage uh, Coach Scott after the game because you know they are drastically improved over last year. And, sure. You know had a had a very close loss against Tulsa where they led the whole game. Um, you know they played a tough schedule, uh, and uh, you know they're a, they're a much improved football team over what they were last year. We've got Mike Houston with us uh, here, Coach, uh, talking in the post of the. Uh, win over South Florida. Pirates now 4-4 four and four and 2-2 two and two in the AAC. They'll have Temple this weekend, Military Appreciation and Hall of Fame weekend, a 3 o'clock kickoff, and uh, our coverage begins at noon on Saturday uh, here on 94-3, the game. Coach, uh, despite the, the just less than ideal conditions, miserable conditions, uh, to be frank, on Thursday, uh, the students turning out in 10,000. Now, I understand you kind of gave them a, a big pep talk in the pregame tailgate. Uh, they didn't need much. They were, they were, <laughs> they were pretty, they were pretty enthusiastic when I saw them. So, but, uh, and the conditions were, are what they are. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess if you're sitting having to sit in the stands and, uh, in, in those kind of conditions, it's probably not real, real fun. But I mean, I thought it was a great night for football, you know, just, it's kind of a, 
you know, a gutsy kind of night and a tough guy kind of night. And, you know, we pride ourselves a lot in, in our toughness and physicality. And so uh, I thought the night really just turned into a, a great setting for our team and, and the student body. You know, they were they were loud, you know, pregame. And then, you know, when they got in the stands, they didn't they didn't back down then either. I thought they brought a lot of energy to the stadium. Uh, I thought they brought a lot of energy to our team and, and really had a, a positive impact for uh, for our program. You know, Coach, I, certainly everybody likes to be associated with uh, success. And and I think with the students, from what I can gather is, you know, they, they whether it's U, USF or USC, you know, the majority of the students may not know that off the top of their, their head or, or you know, just don't follow that. They got a lot of other things that they're kind of, you know, concentrating on. Uh, but uh, good and bad, I think. But but my, my, my point is, I think that there's a real opportunity because it's been such a great experience at home this year for the students that, uh, you know, if you're, lo- you're looking at a good, very fall-like weather situation Saturday, uh, you know, the, I, I think the student interest will be there again and hope it will be. And I know, I know marketing and, and that standpoint will do a lot to get them into the stands, but kind of having them there in the boneyard, not just Thursday night, but just having them, you know, in the, in the 10,000 plus range, plus the energy they bring has got to be huge. Yeah. I, I hope we have a great turnout for our student body again this week. And, you know, it's a three o'clock game on a Saturday afternoon should be great weather. So I'm hoping that uh, the rest of pirate nation turns out, you know, it's a, it's a big ball game for our program, uh, a chance to get above 500 in, in the month of November. Uh, and, you know, as we, as we get towards the tail end of the season, that would be significant you know, with some of the, some of the things we're still trying to accomplish. So, uh, you know, having a, having a rowdy home crowd will be important this Saturday. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully the student body being, you know, just as loud or louder than they were last Thursday night. Absolutely. Uh, coach, uh, Temple's had a rough go of it here as of, uh, late, as you've gotten ready for the owls, what do you see, uh, from them as, you know, things to certainly be aware of and concerned about this week? Well, I think very similar to South Florida and that a much better team than their record. Uh, they have a, you know, a big win over Memphis, uh, just about three or four weeks ago. Um, you know, and then, you know, had, had another, another couple of quality wins. Uh, you know, they've had, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, snake bit the last couple of weeks. Uh, but, you know, you look at them, they're a big physical front, you know, their offensive lines, uh, all seniors and one junior. Um, you know, have good skill kids on on offense, defensively, run very well to stand up positions. I mean, they they are the typical Temple football team from a size, physicality, uh, athleticism standpoint. So, um, quarterbacks transfer from Georgia, uh, very talented dual threat player. So, uh, you know, they're a dangerous football team. Uh, it's a big ball game for our program. You know, we've got to have I think our best week of practice this week and. And hopefully, you know, prepare to play, you know, uh, our best game of the year on Saturday. Coach, uh, Pirates leading in a lot of categories uh, where they're scoring. They're scoring more than they're allowing, which is what you obviously want. Not always been the case here in uh, in recent times. Pirates are outgaining uh, their opponents coming in. And despite, uh, I'm sure, way too many turnovers for, for your liking, uh, the defense and uh that side of the ball, as far as takeaways, continues to be an area where the Pirates are, are on the plus side uh, right now, and, and hopefully that number will grow. W- when you look at something like that, I know it's statistically, and again, that's what, you know, if you're winning, 
you expect that to sort of happen. But again, I think that's just an inside the numbers look at what you've seen on the field, just how far this program has come. Yeah, I mean, it's you know the program you know continues to improve, and it's a credit to the work ethic of the players and and their development and growth. And you know, we talked. You know, I, I tried to you know get everybody to to understand all last year that you know that we had a very very young roster and that they were going to continue to improve as they got older. Um, and you know, everybody's kind of finally seeing that now. And we're still we still have a young roster, uh, but you know they're continuing to improve every week. Uh, and it's, you know, they, they bought in, they, they're, you know, working very hard. They're working together. You know, we keep on, you know, just, you know, emphasizing that the focus has got to be on the team and each of us have a job to do. And we got to, you know, our, our jobs to do whatever we can to help the team be successful. And, you know, I think the kids are, you know, really buying into that. And, uh, you know, it's, you look at some of the stats can be misleading at times. Yeah. And I've, I've always yeah. been, you know, I, I look at the stats, but I'm also not a big stat guy. Uh, we have about uh, six things we look at, you know, week in and week out that are really critical to winning. Now, turnovers is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the one negative from the other night with the South Florida games, a couple of big turnovers in the first half. Uh, we had three there that uh, really cost us and really gave South Florida the momentum. Now, fortunately, we were able to turn that around in the second half, and, you know, we won the turnover battle on the night. But, uh, you know, that's something that we've got to continue to improve on, and it's Every week, you know, even when you play well, there's so much you can improve on. But, you know, the things that really stand out to me is we're getting great effort from our players. They play really, really hard. Uh, and we're playing with a lot of physicality, particularly up front on the offensive line and, uh, and, on, and on the defensive side of the football. So, um, you know, we just got to continue to push ourselves to get better. We've got Coach Mike Houston here. Coach, I was going to ask you about the turnovers, but I, I'm, I'm just curious to follow up here. Uh, turnovers and then what are the other stats – that, that you pay attention to, and what are you hoping to glean from them? Well, I mean, we um, average starting field position is mm-hmm. one of our one of our goals because uh, you know anytime you can start in 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 more plus territory, the better chance you have of scoring. Um, you know, the the special teams kicking game is another one of our things we really evaluate each week. Uh, felt like we did a, a really good job with that the other night. Um, you know, the kickoff return to start the second half was, I thought, a, a big momentum boost uh, in the ball game. You know, great job of the kickoff return unit. Tyler Tyler Sneed, you know, after having the fumble in the first half, came back and, you know, got a big play for the Pirates and, you know, got us got us started there quick, you know, getting us prepared to retake the lead. Um, and, 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 and probably the biggest one that uh, is, is a goal of ours each week is winning the point of contact. And that's, that's something that I started preaching when I first got here is, you know, our goal is to be the most physical team on the football field each Saturday. Because I think if you are, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And I think you look at every level of football, no matter what it is, you know, the more physical team is usually going to win the game. And so, um, you know, sometimes you can you can hold a team to such and such yardage or you can give up, you know, such and such yardage uh, and still – you know, that not be a huge factor in winning and losing the ball game, especially with today's offenses. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's some core there's some core things that are. Um, you know, the one other area that I think we've improved on drastically that's a huge emphasis each week is the red zone. You know, winning the red zone uh, deal on offense and defense. Um, and I, thought, uh, I thought we did a great job of that the other night. Coach, when you look at the uh, three first-half fumbles, uh, 
how much of that obviously was execution, which is, is something that you have, uh, you know, really harped on here in recent weeks. But then again, how, you know, how much of that, uh, you know, might have been the conditions and, and, you know, slick football, or did that really factor into anything at all? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought there was just, you know, some mistakes. And I think that's the big thing. I mean, you know, Shane's was a fundamental deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just put himself in a bad situation right there. Uh, Tyler's is on a kickoff. Now, kickoffs, you know, you got the opportunity for big hits on kickoffs and the free hitter, uh, you know, just put his helmet right on the football right there. Um, you know, Tyler's got to do a better job of covering that ball up so it's not exposed. Uh, and then the final one, we just got to get the snap there on the on the fourth down play. But, uh, you know, all three all three were critical in that, um, you know, Shane's cost us some, some important field position and momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tyler's led to a score, and then, you know, the last one kept us from scoring. So, um, you know, we got to eliminate those. We want to play at the highest level we can play at. And if we want to do some of the things we want to do, um, you know, we got to, we got to, you know, get out of our own way to a degree. Coach, on third down, and the numbers were better the other night, but is that a case of, of just, again, execution on, on the first couple of downs to, to wind up with a more manageable or short situation on that down? Where you're not playing behind the stick so much. Well, each third down's different. Each situation's different. Sometimes it is. You know, some of those third downs the other night. Uh, a lot of times, I'm telling Donnie after second down, you got two downs here. Right. Uh, meaning that you know he's got a third down and a fourth down. And you know, we were five of six on fourth down the other night. And to be honest, should have been six of six. We should have got that last one right. before the half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so sometimes on third down, he's setting up a fourth down call. Um, and especially with just, you know, we've kind of changed philosophy on that this year. We've been much more aggressive, uh, you know, on fourth down and you know, we've t- taken some more chances, um, you know, but, you know, most of the time those things are scripted out. I mean, it's not some kind of knee jerk reaction. Oh, we're going to go for it on fourth down right here. You know, it's, it's, it's usually something that, you know, a couple of downs, uh, prior, you know, we're setting it up. So, um, you know, some of the third down issues have been decision making. Some of the third down issues have been putting ourselves in, in long situations and and not doing a great job on first and second down. And then some of them have been just trying to set up the next down. So uh, everyone's different. Uh, right. But uh, I did I did feel like we were more effective on third and fourth down this past Thursday night than we had been. Got a lot of opportunities too, which uh, I think just shows how had the Pirates taken care of the football in the first half. I mean, uh, that's what really kind of led the Bulls back or allowed the Bulls to be in it at halftime as they were. And you mentioned fourth down, and that was going to be another thing I was going to ask you about it. There's been no hesitation to, to you know, go for it on fourth down or, or as you say, um, you know, make a play in, in what would be considered perhaps not normally four down territory. But is, is that a uh, – what is that shift in philosophy this year? Well, I think two things. I think, one, it's, you know, confidence in our quarterback and our, our – our plan on fourth down. Um, and I think too, it's, you know, we're, we're a much better defensive football team than what, you know, the pirates have had in quite a while. So, you know, the combination of the two help you be, you know, a little more confident right there. And, and I think if, you know, if, if, if we're, if we're going to do the things we want to do, then we've got to be aggressive and we've got to take chances. Um, and I think that the kids have done a good job of having my back. Uh, we've got uh, Coach Houston with us here. Uh, C.J. Johnson the other night with some uh, big receptions. Also, uh, Omotosho, Audio Omotosho with uh, the uh, the catch that provided um, 
sort of a go-ahead for the uh, Pirates uh, the other night against uh, USF. <coughs> Two receivers that, that played really, really well for you. Uh, Ehlers certainly was uh, very consistent it seemed like the other night, but uh, those two receivers making plays was, was very, very big for him. And good to see C.J. Johnson uh, finally, uh, you know, put up some numbers and make some catches. Uh, you know, there's we've, we've talked about the C.J. thing ad nauseum, but uh, if you look at where he where he is, uh, you know, he, he gets a lot of attention and uh, made some plays against that attention the other, the other night. Yes, yeah, C.J.'s had a, a couple of good weeks of practice. Um, and that's really the key to it. You know, his preparation's been better the last two weeks, uh, and he's in turn played better. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on CJ, and a lot of people, you know, have uh, a lot of expectations that, you know, realistic or unrealistic or whatever. You know, CJ's his best when, you know, he's just out there having fun and working hard and trying to try to do things right and, and not worried about all the other stuff outside of, outside of our building and our, outside of our practice field. So, it was good to see him have that night the other night. And, you know, Audie's Audie's been solid all year, and you know, I think the you know each week with each play he makes, he gains more and more confidence. And uh, so it's you know, I think he's having a he's a, having a pretty solid year right now. Coach, as you look at uh, the week ahead, what will uh, be the areas where the Pirates will need to make gains to come out of the Saturday matchup against Temple Victorious? Well, I think we've got to continue to. Uh, build upon how we're playing right now. Uh, you know, we're we're playing with uh, much better, you know, cohesion and physicality up front on the offensive line. That's been the real key to, I think, some of the success offensively. And, you know, we'll be challenged this week, but we've got to continue to come along there. And, you know, I think Holton had his best game as far as decision-making and, and being delivered with the football last uh, last Thursday night. And we'd love to see him continue to, you know, take that and, and, and play with that kind of confidence and, uh, you know, thought of, you know, running backs did a great job. Got both of them going the other night. Both of them had solid games, and, and that's, that was, of course, important. Um, and then our, our defense is continuing continuing to find a way to force turnovers, continue to keep people out of the end zone. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's something we want to, you know, see that trend continue. Um, I think that we've got, you know, a lot of momentum right now. We just got to, we got to keep our, kind of our nose to the grindstone, keep, keep working hard every day, understanding the things that we've done that have allowed us to play well uh, and don't vary from those, uh, you know, from those things, those core things. Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck this week uh, preparing for Temple. Appreciate it. Go Pirates. Mike Houston there, special edition of today's Houston Huddle. It is brought to you by HealthWise Pharmacy on Memorial Drive, where they put your health first. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, Again, HealthWise Pharmacy puts your health first. We appreciate Marcy Parker at HealthWise Pharmacy very much this year. And don't forget, coverage coming your way on Saturday. Right here on 94.3 The Game, it's Pirate Game Day Countdown, a high noon start from outside of Town Bank Tower. We'll be at the Taft Family Plaza getting you ready for ECU and Temple. And we hope you'll join us in. We're going to break Mike Houston's show, top of the hour. 7 o'clock over on Talk 103.7 WTIB. We have uh, Panther Talk coming your way at 7. When we come back, we'll uh, go through a big weekend for Ben Byram, and then he'll have an update for you. Another quarterback in the NFL. 
injury update there. So Ben has the 411 on uh, NFL injuries in just a minute here. So stay tuned. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Pair Customs is excited to announce their new 21 Deep V center console. This boat is designed for offshore fishing, inshore fishing, and sandbar hopping. This boat might be a 21-footer, but feels more like a 23 with the motor installed on the bracket, giving you more space with no obstructions. Pair has four models to choose from to take care of any boater's desires and needs. Check out the new upgraded website at pairmarine.com. And there's a new build calculator with current pricing and pictures of all options from which to choose. You can even track the progress of your pair custom boat while being built. And they'll send you pictures of your build in progress. Visit Pair Custom Boats at 106 Tar Heel Drive in Washington, North Carolina. Or visit them online at PearMarine.com. See their new updated website at PearMarine.com. Golden Corral on Greenville Boulevard is now open, serving all your Golden Corral comfort food favorites like fried chicken, pot roast, steaks, fresh vegetables, and awesome desserts. Don't miss their weekend features like Catfish Fridays, ribs every Saturday, and specialty carved meats on Sundays. Make game day extra special with a hot and hearty big breakfast or build a wholesome tailgate feast of Golden Corral entrees, sides, and desserts. drive through pickup, and delivery available open daily for lunch and dinner, breakfast every weekend. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration, as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. Pirate basketball lives right here. Right here. flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Coach Houston and the Houston Huddle, and of course every day we have our uh, Pirate Report. Uh, ben will have that for you here in the form of our update in just a minute. It's brought to you today by Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop, your one-stop destination for hunting fishing and boating supplies also fought by farm bureau insurance they believe insurance is more than a product it's a service local agents right here in your backyard also greenville pathology we are part of the local community greenville pathology we don't see a specimen we see you and by wilson roads heating and air conditioning keeping you comfortable since 1961 
All right. Uh, 45 degrees tonight is the low. 71 tomorrow. Then we got a big cool down coming. 57 Wednesday. 53 Thursday. I mean, like morning lows in the low 40s could probably be in the 30s outside of the city. 58 Friday. And uh, they're calling for a PM shower now Saturday, but 59. Some clouds, I'm sure, that day, so Terrence won't have to sit in the sunshine outside of uh, Town Bank Tower. If I hear that story, I mean, it's just kind of. That was hilarious. By the. You buy the what I what for for you? I'm sure you were in a nice air conditioned studio. You probably had a hoodie on because you were cold. But I mean, you know, poor Terrence was cooking out there. And oh, I, I was saying, ugly... Teacop's story he said on our last pregame oh. show was hilarious. Oh, about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about now? Yes, I do. There's a hundred things that I would have expected to come out of Terrence's mouth. That was not, but you know who I blame? That's on Scott Shook. Well, he said it so Shook, seriously too, which made it right. so funny. Shook was, uh, yeah, Shook was a bad influence on him there. Uh, big weekend for Ben Byram. Your, uh, of course, the Pirates won, right? That's correct. Four yep. and four, two and two, right? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Your Canes are now eight and zero. Your Carolina Hurricanes undefeated, never lost. Uh, when do they play again, Ben? the third so that would be wednesday i might see if we can get uh uh maniscalco on yeah wednesday i think it'd be good to talk to him uh panthers are four and four after they won so i mean could be worse right could be worse could definitely be a whole lot worse and i mean the charlotte hornets who knew five and two they just beat the blazers yeah who knew it's a, it's a big weekend for you isn't it Yes, I've never seen a weekend like this in sports when it comes to my teams. It's, we're due for an implosion here. And then um, Giants-Chiefs tonight? Ugh. You didn't have to mention you know, when that. When they when they made that uh, schedule for the Monday night football, I mean, they, they had to think, all right, Chiefs' worst case are 6-2, and two, but they're probably 7-1, 8-0, right? Yeah. And then you got you got New York, and they'll have Daniel Jones back, so they'll be a little better. Barkley will be back, so they'll be about five hundred. Yeah, it's the New York market, big number when we schedule that one there for Monday Night Football. And I mean, I it'll still do a big number, but I just you know I don't I don't know if the hasn't aged well. If, no, no. Uh, some comments from uh, or some tweets from Heather Denich regarding Cincinnati. We'll have those for you in just a little bit. Uh, Mike Houston show top of the hour. We appreciate coach coming on today at the Houston huddle. Uh, Holt Naylor's will be the uh, guest tonight on the uh, radio show from Logan's Roadhouse. So uh, plenty of time to get out there and see Holton in person. Right now, Ben Byram live and in color with your 94.3 The Game Sports Flash. Ben. Thanks, Patrick. We start for a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. We start with sophomore cornerback Malik Fleming, who was named the AAC's Defensive Player of the Week for his big pick six in ECU's 29-14 victory over USF Thursday night. And women's basketball got a big commitment from a local four-star recruit, Farmville Central's Amaya Joyner, has announced her commitment to the Pirates. Taking a look at all the high school football action, it's officially playoff time. We have a few local teams in the state playoffs. A few may shock you. 
From 2A, 14-seeded John Holmes will take on 19-seeded North Pitt. From 3A, 6-seeded Jake Troz will take on 27-seeded Croatan. And from 4A, 5th-seeded Hillside will battle 28-seeded D.H. Conley. From the volleyball playoffs, top-seeded D.H. Conley will host second-seeded Green Level for a chance to represent the East in the 4A state championship. And in the 3A bracket, second-seeded Jake Troz takes on top-seeded Cedar Ridge in the Eastern Conference Finals. From college football, LSU starting quarterback Miles Brennan has officially entered the transfer portal. And the MAC will look to add two teams from the Conference USA in Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. The move is expected to be done by the end of the week. It will leave the Conference USA with only three teams in FIU, Louisiana Tech, and UTEP. And TCU has agreed to part ways with head coach Gary Patterson. Jerry Kill will now be the interim head coach for the Horned Frogs. Wild weekend for the NFL. Let's start with eight-time Pro Bowl linebacker Von Miller getting traded from the Broncos to the Rams for a second-round pick and a third-round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Derrick Henry has suffered a potential season-ending foot injury and is set to undergo surgery. The Titans have signed former MVP Adrian Peterson to fill in at running back. The New Orleans Saints will now be without their starting quarterback and Jameis Winston for the rest of the season due to a torn ACL. Former Broncos starter Trevor Simeon will take his place. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray is suffering from an ankle injury and considered to be day-to-day. Browns all-pro left tackle Jet. Jack Conklin excuse me, will miss multiple weeks with a dislocated elbow. Vikings two-time Pro Bowl defensive end Danielle Hunter fears he may have a torn pectoral muscle and will miss time. Baltimore Ravens linebacker Malik Harrison was shot in the leg by a stray bullet, but his injury is considered non-life-threatening. And Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has announced that he will be stepping away from football for the time being due to mental health issues. From the NBA, the Pelicans have come out and stated that Zion Williamson is rehabbing his foot and that everything has gone well. They expect this timetable for a potential return to be anywhere from two to three weeks. That's going to do it for your 94 Through the Game Sports update. I'm Ben Barman. When we, retur- when we return, the P-Man to wrap it up after this quick timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94-3, the game. The Jolly Roger has set sail. Breaks a tackle. He's in the 10 to the 5. He's in. Touchdown, Pirates. Pirates football. At the 18-yard line. And the Pirates after his block. Is back. Picked up by the Pirates. And it's a touchdown for ECU. Tune in for all the hard-hitting action all season long on your home for East Carolina football. The flagship for the ECU Pirates. 94-3, the game. Improve the air quality in your home by calling the Air Doctor. Proudly serving Eastern North Carolina for over 10 years, the Air Doctor specializes in the sales, service, maintenance, and installation of residential and commercial heating and air conditioning. The Air Doctor also offers duct cleaning and free duct evaluations. Dirty duct work reduces air quality and may cause increased dust, bacteria, and unpleasant odors. Call the Air Doctor and get your ducts in a row. Call 252-215-0966. Dr. Philip Goldstein and Dr. Danielle Hofat, the specialists at Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center, want to keep you healthy. These two doctors provide personal consultations and offer treatment and quality care for all your GI needs. Just call the office at 252-758-8181. Appointments are always available within five business days. Hi, this is Dr. Philip Goldstein reminding you that a colonoscopy can save your life. Visit our website, cddgastro.com, and come see us at Carolina digestive diseases we paid how much for those lessons Shh, she's doing great oh yeah totally 
Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Wanna watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> did you know breast cancer kills 113 people every day? That's unacceptable. African-American women die from breast cancer, nearly 41% more than Caucasian women. That's unacceptable. Breast cancer is the leading cause of all cancer deaths for Hispanic women. Breast cancer is unacceptable. Together with Susan G. Komen, we're committed to reducing U.S. breast cancer deaths by half. And we're going to do it by 2026. Visit Komen.org slash unacceptable. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Uh, always anonymous text line. Uh-oh, Ben. Hey, P-Man. Where's your love for JP2 knocking off your alma mater this weekend? I was going to see if Ben mentioned it. and I mean, I, was, I didn't want to step on Ben's report. I apologize. I apologize. John Paul II beats Parrott 28-6. Avenges last year's title game loss. And so they're the number one seed uh, in the independent school's eight-man championship, the D1 bracket. Uh, JP2 will host Rocky Mount Academy. Saw Sean Murphy got coach Friday. of the year as well. And they got the big nasty. Yeah. Uh, the offensive player of the year, Ryan Rosenberg, 300-pound running back. Man after my own heart right there, Ben. Uh, and then my alma mater, APA, will play Kerry Christian. Look, JP2 and Parrott are both sensational uh, football programs. They both play 11-man games. They play public schools. They're both really, really, really good. They'll play anybody. They will. They'll play and I hope they'll. I, I hope they'll play again. In two weeks, now it'd be at JP2 again, but I hope they play again on the 12th for the championship. Uh, I'm trying to see. I don't think, uh, you know, the the D2 eight-man, yeah, Halifax Academy's in that. They're going to actually play that at JP2 this Saturday. Kind of a neutral site thing against Wing Christian, so uh, that'll be going on out there. But, hey, yo, congratulations. They won. Uh and look, a heck of a, a heck of a deal. I mean, this is supposed to be the most talented APA high school team uh, that they've had. And uh, they got beat. So there you go. Cost of the top seed. I'll so say it's because uh, of the new logo JP2 has. That's a I, I logo. think that's a, sweet, that's a sweet new logo. The Saints and the St. Bernard. They got the actual St. Bernard. So uh, 
friend of, uh, well, she hasn't been on the show. We've tried to get her on the show. We'll continue to. Heather Denich from ESPN. I think she's a fabulous reporter. I think she's she's probably one of the best reporters ESPN has. Uh, tweeting out, getting a lot of hate this weekend. We retweeted it on uh, the station Twitter account, at 943thegame, if you want to follow us there. But uh, Heather Denich, I mean, this is one of those things, don't shoot the messenger, but she says Cincinnati is one of six remaining undefeated teams in FBS. But even at 13-0, and its playoff resume would be worse than any of the CFP teams in the first six years of the CFP, according to ESPN Stats and Info. Nine FBS teams would have a better resume even with one loss. Uh, she says that one loss Bama has a better top four resume ahead of Wake Forest and Cincinnati. I look at the Bama uh, deal, though. They could potentially have another loss if they meet Georgia in the SEC championship. So do you have a two-loss team in the college football playoffs? I don't think so. Well, with one loss, their strength of record metric, SOR, currently is, uh, I guess, ahead of UGA. Or no, the... The overall metric right now, that overall metric has UGA, Michigan State, Oklahoma, and Bama. Oklahoma somehow has won 17 in a row. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're trying to blow it. They want to blow it so bad. Almost blew it against Kansas. <sighs> I mean, who's going who's gonna to beat Oklahoma, Ben? I, Look I, up their schedule really quick and tell me who's going to beat them. Uh, Michigan State, I guess Ohio State. Maybe I think Ohio State can do it. Oklahoma State. I mean, that's another team that could do it. Baylor's looking pretty good. Baylor could beat them. Okay. Those are I their final three o- games. They can they can all end up being losses. I think. All right. Tell me Oklahoma's three games and where they are. Last three regular season games. All right. So their next game is on the thirteenth against Baylor. That's at Baylor, who's seven and one. Um, that could be trouble. Yeah. Okay. And then they host Iowa State, who is five and three on the twentieth. Okay. I, I think Iowa State's talented. That could be a tough game. Um, and then mm-hmm. they travel to Oklahoma State, who's 6-1 and one right now, on the 27th for their final game so of the regular I, season. I would say if they come out of those, if they came out of that three undefeated or came out of that three plus the Big 12 championship game with a loss, I wouldn't be surprised, would you? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that does warrant a spot in the college football playoffs, but I, I just personally, I don't see it with how close they've kept it. Let's just face it some really bad football teams and they've almost blundered a few games. I just don't see them winning all three of those games. Oklahoma, Michigan State, and both Georgia and Alabama have opportunities to lose at least one or, or more games. Absolutely. Now, I think Georgia Georgia's the least likely to lose multiple games. I think Alabama could lose multiple games. And look, I'm not going to bang the drum for Wake Forest, but I mean, here's, I mean, look, tomorrow night these things come out and you knew this weekend, but you started to see it go into hyperdrive yesterday about Cincinnati, you know, outside everybody's top uh, four. Yeah. Number five, number six, however they, they rank them. You know, and then that's where the ESPN, anti-ESPN uh, deal kind of comes in. And, I mean, you got to, again, you know, I, nobody needs to go after Heather. I mean, again, I... When you talk about ESPN reporters, she's about as legit as anybody in, on, on the planet. No doubt, especially if, like, there's, let's face it, there's a lot of bad ESPN reporters out there, especially nowadays, and she's top of the line for sure. 
Oh, she's fabulous. And she's not carrying the water. I mean, but she's just, you know, the stats and info thing. That kind of, you know, that's the old, that's the ESPN algorithm. That's their, that's their in-house, you know, stats and analysis and, and records department. She's just the messenger. In this case, she is. In this case, she is. But I, I tend, look, I'm, I'm a pretty nor- average guy. You know, I'm, I'm not real bright, Ben, as you know, all these years working with me. <laughs> to me, if, if you win and you're undefeated and you've beaten some people, in the case of Cincinnati, well, you should have a shot, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll look at it this way. Yes, they might not have the best strength of schedule compared to the other teams around the top six, let's say. But, I mean, there's something to be said. You go to Notre Dame and you beat Notre Dame. There's something to be said. You had an undefeated season in uh, FBS football. I mean, I, you gotta get a, you got to at least get a nod there. Especially that you've continued to do it. Right. Um, Notre, the fact Notre Dame won this weekend and continues to win is a huge thing for Cincinnati. Everybody in uh, the Queen City and everybody in the America needs to be rooting for Notre Dame. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the more Notre Dame wins, the better that is going to look. Hey, look, Notre Dame's got Navy this weekend, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and Stanford. And what you've got to hope is that they'll go 4-0 and during that stretch. Probably will, but you just got to hope that they will if you're if you're Cincinnati because that'll make it look better. Surprisingly, Notre Dame is kind of Cincinnati's saving grace, and it's kind of the conference's saving grace when it comes to you know, money potentially going to ECU. Well, and I mean, I've said this a million times before. We'll say it again. Would we love to see ECU beat Cincinnati? Yes. We'll root like hell for ECU that day. But the rest of the time, especially if they beat the Pirates to close the season, you got to root for Cincinnati. Because what is good for Cincinnati is good for the American, and what's good for the American this year is going to be good for ECU. And getting a team in the playoff and the monetary payout from that is good for everybody involved. It just is. It just is. Uh, Chris in Greenville was our big winner of the uh, tickets. We'll give away a pair tomorrow. I meant to mention that a little earlier, but had a lot to go from point A to point B on there. Got uh, Coach Houston's radio show coming up from Logan's Roadhouse. Top of the hour. You'll hear it here on 94.3 The Game. Holton Aylers will be uh, on the air tonight with uh, Jeff Charles, Coach Houston, and uh, those in attendance. So if you want to head out and see Holton, uh, you could do that. We're good on the – we're going to the the normal time for the break, right? Yeah, yeah, we're set. Yeah, okay. I was just making sure before I go down another path. Uh, Look, Braves decided to go with the bullpen deal last night. All right. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's worked. Especially at home, it worked, right? And it finally kind of caught up with them last night. Uh, we're going to talk to Chip Carey on the show tomorrow, get his perspective. Of course, he's the TV voice of the Braves. Friend of the show, Ben, would you say? I would say so. I like Chip. Yeah. Friend of the show. And uh, he'll be with us, and we'll talk about what needs to happen tomorrow night. Look, I, I like the Braves' chances to go to Houston. You know, you got to win one out of two. You've already done that in this series. You won one out of the first two, so... Uh, could you see Houston beating Atlanta two in a row? No, no. Especially Dusty Baker's manager, I don't see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really like the idea of where uh, the Braves are sitting right now, and I think they've got a shot tomorrow night uh, to wrap this thing up in six. 
And that's what I, now I thought Houston would win it, and I thought it would go six. But uh, this Atlanta team has just come out of nowhere, and uh, it's fun. Look, I that's a it is kind of fun when Atlanta's good because there's so many Braves fans around here. You know, that makes it exciting. Yeah, and you kind of talked about the bullpen days that they're kind of doing. I think you kind of have to resort to that when you lose one of your aces and Charlie Morton. Oh yeah, well, you're kind of forced exactly. to do that. Yeah, you're right. But I just you know. That's just a tough spot to kind of be in. For sure, for sure. To close that out. And look, I'd rather have been in that spot last night at home than the next two games. And it doesn't mean that the bullpen's not going to be a factor, but I mean, you'd rather have just guys going. And the pen's been great. Pen has been great, but just kind of caught up with them last night. I thought when we had the Grandy, the opposite field uh, Grandy, I thought it, that's, that's fait accompli. But <laughs> Houston's tough. Lion cheating Astros. All right. Uh, thanks to Coach Houston for being on with us today. We'll catch you uh, tomorrow. Ben is on standby. Got a little medical deal, so Ben's on standby tomorrow. But we are going to talk to Chip Carey. I can guarantee you that tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. See you then. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Rhodes Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes. You'll be comfortable in no time in Greenville. Pirate fans, single-game tickets are on sale now for as low as $20.